Thank you for listening to Merch Newbies, the podcast created specifically for the growing community of new merch by Amazon sellers. Join our Facebook group. The link is in the episode notes or go to Facebook and search Merch Newbies. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to share your merch experience and be a guest on the podcast, email us at MerchNewbies at gmail.com. Welcome to episode two of the Merch Newbies podcast. I am your host, Jeff. I promise to do this every single week, whether it's just myself solo or a fabulous guest that we will have planned for you. Uh, If you want to be on this show, please email merchnewbies at gmail.com, just like the intro said. We definitely appreciate the listeners that we had for episode one. Hope that some people may have been inspired by what we're really trying to do with this podcast. Again, it was another dull week for me in merch. However, I did make a sale in Redbubble. So that just goes to show that you just need to kind of expand your horizon sometimes. If merch isn't you know doing exactly what you need it to do for you, if it's going a little slow, then definitely look to see what other avenues you can put your t-shirts in or your designs in because there's other sites like Redbubble, TeePublic, Teespring, Threadless, Sunfrog. There's a bunch of different sites out there. And, you know, as you guys are active on some of these Facebook groups, uh, Facebook pages, I'm pretty sure that you're going to start seeing advertisements come through for other print-on-demand type shirts. Like I keep on seeing one and it just links back to a Sunfrog profile. So, I haven't bought the shirt. I've clicked on the the, the link a couple of times, which you know, I'm pretty sure is you know, spending some money on their end. But they've had a lot of engagement, a lot of comments, a lot of likes on the on their actual shirt. So I'm pretty sure they're selling some of that shirt. But you know, they're just using Facebook as a way to drive some of that traffic. Most recently, I just did a I just did a shirt where you know, it was it was a very popular organic shirt on one of my Instagram pages and a lot it, it was it seemed like I targeted a very good community with the actual shirt very simple shirt very simple design um, design is what I really want to get into next for for you guys that are listening guys and gals sorry about that um, but it was a very simple design something I, I I got an idea as I was driving down the road one day just kind of jotted it down jotted the idea down which is what I do a lot. And I just decided to create a shirt, put a simple concept to it, minimal graphics. A lot of the shirts that I see selling on merch right now are uh, just, you know, a lot of text-based. But this is uh, heavily text-based with just a little bit of graphics on it. And, you know, I ran a Facebook ad on it before when it was just posted to Teespring prior to me getting on to merch. And it got a lot of engagement on the actual uh, initial Facebook ad. So... Just decided to kind of you know stay with that community, and uh, I received a sale for it was actually wall art that somebody actually purchased on Redbubble. So I would say that you know out of all the hard work I've put into the past couple of weeks here um, between merch, Redbubble, Teespring, uh, you know just kind of getting my feet wet, and I haven't been it in I haven't been going as strong for too long. I'm still within my first month where I'm solely dedicated on utilizing print on demand for 
a second I wanted I don't want to say a second source of income, but some income stream, additional income stream there, right? Because if you listen to the Merch Minds podcast, uh Young clearly states that, you know, merch by Amazon is not passive income because, you know, we do put a lot of work, put a lot of hours in it. But um you know, it it felt good. It felt it, it felt rewarding to actually have that first sale. And a lot of times we don't look at it as you know, oh well, it was just a little bit of royalties. I only made a couple bucks off of here. I only made a couple cents off of here. You know, it's a start. You could you you could be at nothing. And what this really has taught me to do is just basically work my craft. I'm not a designer by trade. I've been playing around with Photoshop for a number of years. I would say dating back to probably about 2005, 2006. Um, it's been on and off. Nothing steady. Nothing that I've done for. Uh, to make a ton of money off of it. Uh, I will say that I was one of those Fiverr quote-unquote designers that uh, used to do Facebook cover pages and ebook covers for people, and they really liked it. I mean, was it the greatest of work? Probably not. Was it my greatest work? I felt that it was at that time, right? So um, don't get discouraged by low sales numbers. I see a lot of people in, the, in uh, Tier 10, which I'm in, that talk about they don't have any sales, they you know they're not seeing anything. They've been a month in, you know it doesn't happen overnight. There is, uh, I mean, there are some individuals that are out there that have sold a couple of shirts, but you know they haven't seen anything else since those first couple of sales. So it's one of those things where you, know, you look, you have to look at it as either you're in it for the long haul or you're not in it for the long haul. Are you going to do anything with it? Do you want what? What do you want to see come out of it? And it's tough because you have to think about it as if you built a website and you don't have any any traffic coming to your website. What are you going What are you going to try to get out of it? You're going to try to get organic SEO because you your organic organic traffic through SEO because you want to have individuals come to your actual website. You want to have those individuals come through Google searches. Well, it doesn't happen overnight. Just because you put the website up doesn't mean that. You're going to see that overnight organic traffic because you're buried somewhere in page 4,000 of Google right now where they don't even care about your listings. One of the things that you have to think about with Amazon is you know, you're starting in that same area. It's kind of like finding a needle in a haystack. And I, I see in different groups all the time people talking about uh, using the word gifts a lot because a lot of people like to find gifts on Amazon. But you have to you, – you really have to be creative. It, if you're not if if SEO is not something that you know by trade and or by practice or by experience and you're just out here just tossing keywords at at, at random at random things seeing trying to see what sticks um, you know it doesn't happen overnight you, know, you have to refine and refine and refine I'll be honest that I I maxed out with my shirts and I started going in and looking at some of the keywords and. You know, initially, I thought I did great, but looking at it after doing some research on Merchant Informer or just uh, you know utilizing Google's keyword tools, I've seen that you know some of the keywords that I thought were great keywords that I targeted really weren't great keywords, and you know that's just part of the learning experience that comes with it. There's a lot of I take that back. There's a lot of individuals that are out there, you know, claiming to be quote unquote experts writing ebooks, but they're in it for 
a lot of the money, right? They want to make sure that their ebook sells to the most amount of people that they can push it to, whether or not they have the expertise. There's some people out there I can guarantee you that have had that have ebooks out there about selling on Amazon that have never even sold a single item on Amazon. And if you look at some of their content out there, it's probably copied. Very similar to the merch by Amazon landscape that we see. You see thousands of different shirts. Well, thousands of the same shirt, with just with different fonts out there that are you know, basically copycats of each other. If you frequent any of the merch Facebook groups, you see very similar posts where people are posting about the same thing over and over again. That somebody has stolen the design of their shirt. They've seen the same thing come up. Some people even post designs of their shirts and you see that those designs are not anything revolutionary. They're not anything new. It's just stuff that is that's you know that people see they try to copycat the idea of you can I can guarantee you and I've never done this but I can guarantee you that if you look at some of those descriptions that are out there some of those descriptions out there are probably the same exact description just with the words in different orders so uh, if you don't have any sales right now don't be discouraged just think of it as a learning experience nobody starts off making a million dollars in one day. I think about it, some of my investments that I have in the stock market, some of those I made money on, some of them I didn't, but I learned. I learned how to view the charts. I learned what to expect from the volume and how the volume impacted the price and how the economy impacts the price of the stocks and the volatility of the stock markets. So it's kind of like the same format that you have to apply to your Merch by Amazon account. And yes, you may feel it is taking up a lot of time and their reward for the time spent is minimal or none. However, what is your purpose for signing up? You have to you have to evaluate that. You have to look at that and see exactly what you wanted to get out of this. Did you think you were going to get rich quick? Sorry, it's not going to happen. For some, it may happen. If you have large advertising budgets that you can toss dollars at, and you know you're passionate about T-shirts and you really want to make money selling T-shirts and uh, other print-on-demand items online, then perfect. This is the, the this is right for you. If you're looking at it as a learning experience to see exactly where you can go from there and what you can do uh, and how you can enhance your design skills, maybe enhance your networking skills, enhance your managerial skills, your project management skills, uh, you know, then you may be in you may be in the right place. But you know, you have to look at what you want to get out of this first and foremost, and then from there. You know, then start applying your goals and starting applying your strategies because everybody has the goal to make money, but everybody's strategy is completely different around there. So that's all I have to say about uh, sales. I want to get into a segment about design here. Again, I wanted to keep these podcasts short and sweet. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have a guest this week. I planned on having a guest this week, but I didn't have one. But um, I just want to talk about a couple of things that I've been seeing You know, as, as the week has gone past. Uh, from uh, week one of the podcast to week two. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and reading some comments and posts about design, 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 design. Everybody wants to have a unique design. Some people only can do typography designs. Uh, Some people have hired designers on uh, sites like Upwork or Fiverr, or they recommend their own design artists that they have used in some of their successes in Merch by Amazon. I have a tip for you on that one because I know that I've seen it applied time and time again is 
don't overthink your design. You may feel that you are not a creative individual. You may feel that you are uh, somebody that basically knows how to only do text designs. Well, guess what? Text designs actually sell. Text-based t-shirts actually sell. I saw one of the most simplistic text-based t-shirts with two letters sell. Blew my mind, right? Because it's something that is so simple that people will actually spend money on. And you have to think about it. You, you're out selling merchandise on Amazon. Amazon has millions upon millions of eyeballs on it every single day. And a lot of the things that people buy on Amazon, they're not revolutionary. They're not life-changing. They're not world-changing designs that these people are purchasing. These are just designs that people just buy. They're just t-shirts that people just buy because A, either they have a connection to them. B, they have a connection and they're passionate about them. Or C, they're just funny and they think that they can just make a funny statement. And, you know, I have this funny T-shirt that I think that my friends will find funny if we're going out or if I'm going to a party. So, you know, keep it simple. Don't overthink the design. Don't spend too much time on the design, especially if you're starting out, which most of us are starting out. And we only have 10 designs that we can upload. But those 10 designs that you upload to merch, you don't have to stop at those 10. You look at, you know, how many can you get on other print-on-demand platforms. Like I said, you have Redbubble, you have Teespring, you have TeePublic, there's Design by Humans, Society6, the list goes on about how many platforms that you can place your designs on. And like I said, just because you have those, you've maxed out your spots on merch doesn't mean that you can carry over the number of designs that you have to other platforms. Yes, it can be cumbersome at first, and it's going to require some time, but just carve out that time. If you have four hours extra out of a day that you can carve out of three days a week, that's 12 hours that you can really spend after you've even after you've uploaded your maximum amount of designs on Amazon. You have an additional 12 hours just to spend uploading designs on other places and those other places that you upload those designs to. Like, let's say you do Redbubble or you do TeePublic. That one design can go on multiple items that they have. So if somebody's not searching for a T-shirt, they might be searching for just a piece of acrylic that they can put a funny saying on that they can have on their desk. Like I said, my first sale, since I've been serious about this, came within a month and it wasn't on merch. It was on Redbubble for wall art. I never thought I would sell wall art on that item, but I did. And, you know, it may be, like I said, it may be pennies in the bucket and the royalties may be small on it, but it was pretty damn satisfying to know that somebody will have a piece of, you know, just something that I thought about in their home or in their office or in their studio that they're that they feel great about that took me maybe 10 minutes to concept and design. So, just some tips on some design piece, some design places that you can go if you're struggling with some of your designs. Um, you know, there's there's free websites that have some some pretty great design elements. So, one that um, that you can frequent and they and oftentimes they have free design bundles or free font bundles that are 100% free for personal and commercial use. That can definitely help you out when you're trying to add some variety to some of your designs. The first one is creativemarket.com. Just go sign up for an account. You know, they may hit you with a little light box on the website that you know you can get a free font. Take the free font. Put in your email address. Yes, get their updates because on a weekly basis, they may try to send you some designs. 
Uh, they may try to give you some free designs, some free overlays, some free fonts, and all of this can contribute to enhancing the designs of your shirt. You can play around with the different elements on there, just kind of play around with what you like, and you know you can basically tape a simple text-based design with a simple background image, and you know make it look ten times better than what you initially would have thought that you did. Another resource to use is fontbundles.net. Fontbundles.net. They have fonts that you can purchase. Pretty cheap fonts. Some are like $5. Sometimes they have like a five for five pack. So basically you're paying a dollar per font. And sometimes they even have the freebies that they give away. This is huge because you can have the variation of fonts on your different designs. And these aren't just, you know, like your typical cookie cutter fonts that you find in like Word. No, these are fonts that people are really trying to get out there. I mean, they, you have to think about it. You have to think about this design community very similar to kind of like this merch community. You look at it from the perspective that, you know, you have designers and you have people that are out here trying to create fonts and get these fonts out and make a name for themselves in a completely different community. They put their, they put their creative juices to the test and send these fonts out. They give them away for free so they can get that notoriety, so they can grow their portfolio, enhance their portfolio at that. So those two resources are two great resources that I utilize. A lot of people know about a lot of the uh, of the other ones out there, and if you go into a couple of the different Merch by Amazon groups, you can definitely search design in the groups, and you'll come back with a myriad of different options that you can use to enhance your Merch by Amazon designs. And after you have the right design that you want to have and you're kind of ready to promote that out to the world, I wanted to talk about ads for a second because a lot of the traffic that comes through merch is organic. But what do you do when you don't get those sales that you want to see? A couple years ago, people would go on to Facebook, create a Facebook ad for Teespring accounts and their Teespring t-shirts. And they would want to get that information out. Uh, They want to get those t-shirts out in front of a lot of different people. Well, you can do the same thing with uh, merch. And I came across a co- an old article on Merch Informer where it talked about driving low-quality, non-converting traffic from Facebook to your uh, merch listing, right? And the thought behind that was because the more traffic that you drive for Amazon, the more love Amazon will show you in um, organic traffic. Well, you know, you can look at it as... This is not the strategy as anymore, right? People want to uh, have that converting traffic that that comes over, and whether it's true or not, you know, I'm not 100% sure. I just saw a rumor in one of the groups the other day talked about how if people don't convert on your shirts, that Amazon penalizes you for it. Again, these are rumors. This is all speculation, right? But one of the good tips that I found is that if you run a Facebook ad, currently if you run a Facebook ad to Amazon, you don't get to see that traffic. One of the tips I found was that. If you create a landing page to act as that buffer from Facebook to your actual Amazon page, that allows you to kind of see exactly who is clicking on your ad. Because if you don't have that Facebook, Amazon doesn't allow you to put that Facebook pixel on there. So you're not able to see what that traffic looks like. You're not able to see the demographic data. You can't create custom audiences out there for that. So what you want to do is you want to get a domain, create a landing page that acts as that buffer between that traffic so that way you can see exactly who's who it is that's actually clicking from Facebook onto your actual landing page going through to your Amazon product, right? So what that gives that lets you know is that is your targeting on or is it targeting off? If you need to tweak some things, you know, it kind of provides you with that information. So 
that was a pretty good tip that I found if you, if you are running ads. A lot of people aren't running ads, but you know when you're at the lower tiers, it's kind of tough to get those sales because either you buy yourself out, you know, you have some families or friends that uh, buy some products for you, and you go ahead and you know get those sales that you're looking to get. But uh, other than that, you're just relying on an Amazon organic traffic. So there's an app out there. It's not really, I mean, it's not really an app. It's a landing page. It's called LanderApp.com, where they provide you with landing pages. You can create custom landing pages. Or, you know, if you don't want to spend that monthly fee there, do it yourself. Get out there, purchase a domain. You can get a cheap domain, 99 cent domain. Buy it for a couple years if you're in it for the long haul. Uh, spend about 20 bucks on the domain. Then once you get that, you know, set it up with a nice landing page, maybe create one or two pages on the site. But basically, you you just want that information as to who your actual traffic is, right? You want to see who it is you're clicking your links. You want to make sure that they're, you know, they're your target demographic within a particular shirt or shirts that you're looking to sell. Sales design and ads is kind of what I wanted to touch on today. You know, looking forward to next week's podcast. Hopefully, I can bring on a guest here. You know, just like I said, I want to keep these short drive time podcasts so that way you can enjoy uh, as always, join the Merch Newbies Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com, search Merch Newbies. Use the Facebook app, search Merch Newbies. The cover image looks exactly the same as the podcast image. You know, just trying to keep that brand recognition there for you. So uh, thank you for listening again and enjoy your day.